Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN 2, Sirius XM, Channel 80. All right. Now in sports, when stuff doesn't go right for your team, if you're in Chicago, for example, you can get sad, but that's not usually what we do. We get mad. We get angry. People get angry. Sports fans get angry, and we look for blame. We have to play the blame game. So the question is, Justin Fields, the savior young quarterback, was sacked nine times nine in his first times. NFL start. Point nine, 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 nine times in his first NFL nine start. Nine times. Who is to blame? That's what we want to know, Key. Who is to blame for nine sacks on nine a mobile quarterback? Times. The scheme. So the scheme is the offensive coaching staff. The offensive line coach, the running back coach, the tight end coach, the head coach, the offensive coordinator, his friend, his buddy, the offensive analyst, who all all them are to blame, the offensive side of the ball. Because when you don't protect a young quarterback and put a competent game plan together to get more than, what was it, 47? What are they at? 47. More than 47 yards yards net. Like, come on, man. Seriously? And you're supposed – I right now – can come out of the studio. I promise you. I promise you. I come out of the studio right now and put a better game plan together for Justin Fields to have success against Cleveland Browns, and I haven't called a damn play ever other than telling the coaches what to call. Never, ever. And I can put a game plan together right now. And Dan Orlowski can be my offensive coordinator. And me and Dan right now can put a game plan together and Justin Fields will have 300 yards and – the offensive line to protect. He probably won't even have a damn sack. For, like, how about just 150, 200 yards, Easy. a touchdown and an interception, Easy. and he's sacked twice because he's a rookie. Easy he peasy. One passing yard. Yeah, come on, man. One, I, Matt, I, one I, passing yard. What could you even say about okay, that? I, there's, what he passed I, for three feet of offense. <laughs> there, I don't even, there's nothing else to even say. But when you have these coaches – that get hired because of a reputation or whatever, and they're not really calling plays or really doing it like that, but they somehow get these jobs because they're attached to other coaches. We've seen it through years. You think you're getting Bill Belichick. You're not getting Bill Belichick, It's man. the Bill Belichick tree. It's that, that tree got some dead-ass leaves on it, okay, period. You're not getting Andy Reid. You're just not getting that. You know, and, and so a lot of times these owners and these general managers getting these hires, they think these dudes are smart. And they really are incompetent to even be doing what they're doing. See, that's the big – by the way, I think from now on they should do it in feet or inches for the Bears. Like, I, I worked it out. 1,692 inches sounds a lot better, so much better. than 47 yards. <laughs> <laughs> but you think about it, though. 692 Max inches of total offense. You think about it. Think about some of the bright minds that we've seen that were offensive play caller types. They ain't never had no teams with no damn 47 yards. And a quarterback that was 6 to 20 for 68 yards. See, and that, sacked nine times. How damning is that, Key, that, Jay, that we're sitting here 
and pointing out even when they're brand names from a coaching tree that fail, they don't fail to this extent, right? Like, what does this mean? Jay, earlier in the show, you were talking about, you were questioning how much longer he should even have the job starting from right now. And Key, you were there saying, well, you can't do anything now. But if, if what you're saying is true, and I believe that it is, what are they supposed to do? You can't do nothing now. <laughs> you, you, you can't. Because you just can't. You I'm, can't. I'm doing it. Because you, you got to – it's only three weeks, right? And I know it sounds crazy. Only three weeks. Bear fans <laughs> don't want to hear that. It hasn't just been three weeks, though. It's I understand. Been, it's been a little longer. Frustration. It sets in. But when you start getting into week 10, 11, 12, 13, then you, if you want to do something like that, you could do it. But week three, this isn't college football. So you can't just abruptly – at this pace, can, can I, can no I, one I, does I, that in the National Football League. He'll, he'll be sacked to. 90 times at I, this I, pace. No one that, does that, though. I know that no one does that, but I'm just – I don't think the future of my quarterback is going to be in the safe hands of a but competent you, coach to keep him healthy when the season is done. Or, I mean, but when you don't even the, have nobody on the staff that can take over. I don't care, Key. No, you, can, you ain't got – you got to have – if he was sitting there and there was a – former head coach who was an offensive brain trust, then you could say, you know what, man, get out of here. But they don't, it's not, they don't have that. Mm-hmm. They don't have that. So it's he, not like you could turn to somebody in week four, you know, and, and what is their by week five? So I, you would, yeah, I think it's the fifth week of the season. Uh, you don't have somebody on the sideline, so but here's it's not question. even a question. Key, here's the thing. Under normal circumstances, I understand. And you have a basic conservative approach have being very experienced in the game to how you handle these things when the, but when the media and the fans are "Ah," you're like hold on calm down this is you know and you'll explain why in this case however you pointed out you took time to point out you and Dan Orlovsky you could just Uh, promise you and do better I promise you that dire why sacrifice all these weeks of potential development for Justin Thank Fields you. or at least keep him out of harm's way in this time? Because, you you, it, because if you do something different, you may be duplicating the same thing with somebody else that's incompetent for the next 13 weeks. You don't think that weeks. you couldn't identify someone competent in, in the next couple of weeks to bring in? No, you can't. You can't. It's not like that. You can't just do it like that. They got to come off the bench. Think about it in hoops, right? Mm-hmm. Just think about it in basketball. If you got a coach that's there and you are 20 games into the season and you look up, you go, we might be able to make a playoff run. But if you don't have that assistant on the bench that you are competent in to move him into the head coaching spot, you just ride it out. But right. in, in basketball, you see they do it fast because they got some former head coach that done bounced around no, 20 times. No, I, I think, I think there's a lot of interim head coaches that aren't going to be well-positioned to be the, the next head coach the following year. It happens a ton of basketball. It's yeah, a but they don't. But they don't wind up winning. See, they don't wind up winning. When you take a Nate McMillan, for instance, you're going to wind up winning with that guy because he's won before. Even though he's a former head coach, you could take him, slide him into the number one spot. And we saw what the Atlanta Hawks did. It's hard at the beginning of the season in football to take that guy off the off the sideline, make him the head coach if he hadn't been there and done it. Let me that ask already. you something. Maybe it's not a perfect analogy with basketball to football. Are you saying that because there are so many moving parts on a football team so many that you things. need someone who with eyes on the team originally? It's so different. It's so different. You can't bring in an outsider in other no, words. No, you can't you can't do it. You can't just bring somebody in to but start you, coaching up a oh, team. I so so th- I get that like philosophically key, but you're also sitting there saying 
guys, I could do better than this guy. So when you reach a certain level of incompetence, 14, uh, 13 more weeks with if it was averaging won't well, nine sacks a game. Guys, gonna get sacked a hundred times. You got you, you got to get someone in there. No, you got to try to fix it from within for now. Just that's it's it's playbooks. It's all it's all that sort of stuff. It's all that. Um, would none of the assistants on the Bears be better than Nagy right now? Petten, former Browns head coach. Herman, former Texas head coach. Bill Lazor, who's been in the NFL I'm, I'm a long you, time. I, would none of those guys be better than Bill Matt Lazor. Nagy right now? Bill Lazor was the offensive play caller a year ago for Mitch Trubisky. Remember? Who's calling the plays? Well, uh, Bill is, and then you see Matt Nagy sitting over there going. But you know well, what, that was, a, that was but, a fight from me, but, but Matt you know Nagy what? was the guy that battled back and forth oh, publicly oh, hold, with him about oh, Hold on. Trubisky was winning some games early. Yeah. They were win- and, and they were doing it because he could outrun the linebackers. Yeah. So can Justin Fields. Why can't they can't design anything for this kid? I, I think they can, but don't think they believe in their offensive line. I think when you look at Bill Lazor and Matt Nagy from a year ago with Mitch Trubisky, they, they were winning games because he just was running and doing it from an athletic standpoint. Then they started dropping him back. He gets hurt. Then he comes back at the end of the season. They started moving him around more and more. But yet and still, he's now in Buffalo because when you were doing the right things with him and being successful, you didn't like that either. Just listen to what you just said. You said he was moving around. They were winning games. Then they dropped him back. He got hurt. So why are you dropping Justin Fields back? Yeah. Let him move around. That, that's why Nick Foles, to win games. Nick Foles not a bad quarterback. He couldn't play behind that offensive line. He needs, he needs a pocket. But the mobile guy could at least yes, give you a shot. You. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max <clears throat> presented by <laughs> every day around this time. <laughs> presented by Progressive Insurance. The human voice was not meant to talk this much this early in the morning. All guests on the Goodyear hotline. Key is still not ready to give a kicker any love, even after a record-breaking kick. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills 
and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. I mean, pretty soon you just start your offense by having Justin Tucker kick a field goal. That's the call on WBAL AM 1090. Time for key observations brought to you by Geico. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Go to geico.com today. Key, are you willing to give a kicker some credit here? I mean, come (laughs) on, man. That's a nice kick. There's no question about it. Broke a record. And and that if they make it to the Super Bowl and he needs to kick a 65-yarder, they know he could do it. Yeah, hey, look, hey, I, I give kickers a hard time because they do miss sometimes, and it makes you mad because you're like, dude, that's all you do is kick the damn ball. How could you not kick it through the net? But we know it's pressure situations, the snap. Oh, a lot of things go into kickers making field goals on a consistent basis. What else stood out to you uh, from that game? Number one. I, I think you, you, you got to – Tip your hat off in terms of from the weak things that stood out. The Lions, right? They played hard for Dan Campbell. There's no question about it. They played hard for him other weeks that they, but they cannot get over the hump because they're the Lions right now. And until Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator, Dan Campbell, head coach, and offense coordinator Anthony Lynn put it together, all three phases of the game, then they're going to lose games like this. But they're but playing they got, hard. They're, they're playing, playing hard. For hard coach. And they got a bright future. They don't have a whole lot of talent on their team yet. Number two. Number two for me is the Washington football team's defense. When you look at that, I keep trying to tell you guys, yeah, that's all cute. You keep, no, it's Jay telling me that, that Chase Young is going to be the next, you know, whatever, uh, Lawrence Taylor type, or you keep telling yeah. me that. Yeah. And, I'm like, and I'm like, yes, that's true in time. But right now, Ain't not there, there. not there. there. Yeah. And you look at the defense. Oh, their defense lights out key. You got to be crazy. I'm like, man, they're not good like that anymore. You've been they, on that, they, that, that they defense had, overrated for three they weeks They had a nice window last year. And then clearly, you can see even last year at times, teams took advantage of them. Lights out defenses don't allow teams to hang 35-plus points on them. Just that they don't, they don't do that. So I think Jack Del Rio, Ron Rivera – their style in which they want to play is good. But when you have a struggling defense right now, you can't play that boring offense that can't put points on the board. You now have to figure out how to get a quarterback in there that's going to make that offense go. You know, it, it, you just got to figure it out because you cannot rely on your defense the way you did a year ago. Number three. The, number three, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers and Big Ben Roethlisberger, right? The clock. 
It's, it, it finally came all around full circle back at 12, you know. And, and so he, he was great for however long, 17 years or whatever it was. He was the, 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 the prince of the ball, all of those. The clock struck back to 12 now. He's a pumpkin at this point. He needs to go ahead and just give way and say, you know what, man, I'm really as hard as I am and I really want to play and I really want to do this. I'm out here and I'm not doing my team any good by being out here. That's why I feel now Bill middle should, of the season. Or Bill of the should season? just be Ben should just be like Coach Tomlin. Let's see what the other guys got. Wow. Number four. He's not gonna do it though. But yeah. <laughs> Number four, <laughs> Cleveland Browns rock the quarterback. I mean, it's ridiculous when you think about the richness that they have on the defensive side of the ball. They've got two number one overall picks in Garrett and Clowney. Uh, Tack McKinley was the number one pick in Atlanta for the Falcons. And then they got two other guys that were second-round picks that essentially could have been first-round picks. So they got about five dudes in that rotation in their front seven that is top 60 picks in the National Football League. Bananas. When you got that going, you got a, he- a hell of a defense that's going to cause a lot of problems. Number five. And number five, as the, as my my producer said, the mac and cheese is bland in New England as of right now. It's all smoke and mirrors, and the smoke and mirrors are not going to be able to get it done in New England on the offensive side of the ball. I know what they wanted to do. They wanted to have a young sort of Tom Brady play defense, have a little bit of an offense that could keep things safe and sound, and have some smoke and mirrors on offense where you run some screens, you dink and dunk to Jacoby Myers here and there. Maybe there's a shot play that you could score on. But the offense is not, as you can see in three games, the offense is not generating the points nor the total yardage for the New England Patriots that you saw under Tom Brady in the middle of his career. What you see now is exactly what it was for Tom Brady when he first took over for the New England Patriots. Just kind of drive the bus nice and easy and don't run off the curve. Don't do that. Makes you wonder about Cam. You know, did they did they feel that it was more important to get a year of experience under center for Mac than to try to win this year? It seems like to me – Cam would give them a better chance to win at this stage based on how he looked in the preseason. Yeah, but but their decision did go into whether they wanted to win or not this year. They want to win this year. Their decision went into the style in which they thought they were going to play and be successful in doing this. But the in the NFL has changed slightly since the Tom Brady early two Super Bowls where you could play this style – with a defense. Now, this defense is not the Willie McGinnis, the Teddy Bruskies, the Laurie Malloys, Ty Laws of the world. This, it's not that type of defense. This is more of, a, of a, a defense that gives you, you know, some pressures, does some things, and bend, don't break. But that particular defense actually had some real, like, dudes all the way across the board, whether it was Ted Washington at the nose and Ted Johnson at linebacker and Bruski. I mean, they had playmakers everywhere on the defensive side of the ball. So it's a little bit different for Belichick and Josh McDaniels, or Josh McDaniels wasn't the play caller then, it was Charlie Weiss. It was a little bit different. When you had that style, then you could do what you're trying to do now, but it's totally different. Well, they have to figure it out, and obviously having a tough week three leading into week four, which is, hello, is it Adele? And the whole Tom Brady coming back and – 
that that kind of pressure and all the questions he's going to have to answer leading up into this week four, uh, that's going to put immense pressure on Mac Jones to be something that maybe he isn't ready to be yet. I thought they really needed to win that Saints game at home against a team whose coaching staff just getting over COVID, who hasn't played a home game. You know, with Tom Brady coming to town the next week, you really wanted to be two and two if you could be sorry two and one. Because after Brady's in town, you're probably going to be two and two. But now you're likely to be one and three, and you're behind the eight ball this season. Yeah, it, it, it the schedule didn't start off the way they wanted it to. Obviously, the Miami game, Miami New England is always tough. You got Brian Flores there. The New York Jet game, okay, you you win against the Jets. Yay, that was going to happen. The Jets just give W's away like candy. And then when you talk about the Saints. If you looked at this game prior to any COVID issues with their coaching staff, you were going to pick the Saints. Right. And I picked the Saints regardless to what, you know, you thought about New England's win over the New York Jets. I knew seven coaches could potentially be coming back. It was going to be different than the week that we just saw them lose prior to that against the Carolina Panthers. And you said to yourself, you go, okay, can Mac Jones hold it together enough to where you go, hmm, but when he throws an ill-advised pick, you know, I think his arm got hit and fluttered in the air, whatever. He stood in the pocket tall for a minute, got picked. The other pick off of Jun- Jun- uh, Smith's hands was more about the tight end dropping the ball for the sick pick six to Jenkins opposed to him throwing it right to Jenkins. So when you start to look at the interceptions, there's a couple of excuses there for him. But just overall, Mac Jones won't allow you to play aggressive. He allows you to play conservative, because he's young. Can you win that way? I, I don't know that you can win that way without a defense like they had early Tom Brady years. Defense is okay. They're okay. They're not like lights out. If you took the Rams defense and you gave it to New England, then we're talking about something. You can win that way. But the defense is not as good as people thought they would be this stage of the, of the, of the season. Can I give you an observation that I thought really stood out yesterday? We talked about MVP candidates. Out the, obviously, Matthew Stafford played extremely well mm-hmm. at home. Kyler Murray still in that conversation. But let's start talking about Derek Carr. I mean, just this team for what they've been able to do, even with Peyton Barber yesterday, Josh Jacobs not playing again, gives him good yardage on the ground. But still, I mean, Keith, the, the level that he's played at, 386 yards, Two touchdowns. I mean, for with the position that he has, the Raiders in right yeah, now. Yeah, but he threw a pick six. He threw a pick six to open a game, but he bounced back from it. <laughs> but that's what everybody gonna say. Yeah, he threw. A, they go right. They they don't like him. So the first thing people gonna say, ah, he threw a pick six. I think Derek well, my, Carr is changing when people the narrative. I think he's changing the narrative this he year. Might, he might be thanks to me. And I think that he also, owes me a lot. And I think also when I, I've been saying this all year, quarterback coach combination, right? That's the quickest way to like a healthy culture and, and a winning team. Every year, give the devil his due for a second with Gruden. He got this ridiculous 10-year contract. What did they win? Four games in year one, seven in year two, eight in year three. We're in year four, and they, they're 3-0, and including beating the Ravens at home and then Pittsburgh on the road. Looking back at it, it's not a murderer's row, but they're 3-0. and And a big-time well, game coming up time, on the road against the Chargers, by the at way. At the time, the Pittsburgh was part of the murder's row. That was the thought. I'm saying when you go like this, I thought you were reacting to what we've seen since Oh, no, since I'm just then. like, no, I'm just saying to myself, like, eh. But, but when you think about it, the Ravens are a tough team, like you said. Pittsburgh on the road. They had just beat a Buffalo team that a lot of people think could contend in the AFC for the championship. They beat them. 
And then you, 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 you look at and you say to yourself, oh, okay, now they get a Miami team that's coming in with a guy like Jacoby Brissett. Like I said, what's the difference between Jacoby Brissett and Tua? I mean, that's the same thing to me. And he yeah, goes he in there and he plays we'll tough. I, I want to get to something that you mentioned. What you say, this, semantics? May, maybe, no, maybe Brissett's better. We'll see. That's you what know? I'm saying. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. what's the difference? Everybody's like, ah. I'm like, that dude, Jacoby Brissett, probably is better than Tua. At this point. Yeah, well, well, because all the hype that came along, obviously, with Tua. You know, that, that's people are when – when you have a guy like Deshaun Watson on the wings and people are discussing whether or not your team should make a move for him – and two is that high draft pick that you guys had stuck with. Like, obviously, that's going to be a major point of the conversation. Something that you brought up this morning, Key, mm-hmm. um, before we were even on the air. We were talking about dynamic playmaking quarterbacks like Herbert and Kyler Murray. And Mac Jones is not that guy. Once upon a time, a quarterback like that could win, even early on, could have some success. Seems like this league, it's harder to do that when you are not a dual-threat quarterback. It's harder when you and everything is not aligned. Like I said before, their defense is not as stout. If their defense was lights out like they were with Tom Brady early on, then we wouldn't even be having this Then you conversation. could do what Mac is doing and win games. You could do what Mac is doing and win games with no problem at all. But Brady... So Mac Jones, in order for him to be dynamic, he has to be with his head and his arm, right? Like, eventually. Eventually, he's going to have to, for sure, because he ain't, he ain't going to run. He ain't going nowhere. <clears throat> that dude, I was watching him try to move around the pocket yesterday. His gravy boots. Yeah. That means his boots, his shoes was really heavy. You know, gravy, okay. heavy boots, cement, all that. I got it. Much more on week three with Dan Orlovsky. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN NFL football analyst. What's up, Dan? Why, does, why do you get to be the head coach and I have to be the coordinator? Because well, we need it, more minorities as head coaches in the National Football League. In That's his, why. In you you asked, like, hold on. You, you asked the damn one. question. Yeah. Wait, said, look, Dan. You, you asked the damn question because we need more, more minorities on the sideline. <laughs> like, That's I, why, I, Dan. I very much so regret asking that question. Yeah. I should have known that answer. In really his, no comeback actually, that, that was not a setup question or a setup uh, comeback. You asked the question, and I rolled with it off the top of my head. I love you, man. In I his fantasy, you. can't he be the, the head coach? He'd be the head coach. He'd be the owner. In he'd be the fantasy, general manager. can't he be the head coach? Yeah. No, I wouldn't want all those hats. That's the problem with some of these dudes. They want all these hats. I agree with the <laughs> comment, by the way. I agree with the comment. I'm I was serious. Text- I was serious. texting my, my friends in the group chat, and I said, listen, I know I've got a high thought process of myself, ego, whatever. I said, I honestly could have walked into the locker room yesterday and figured out a better game plan. I promise you. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I promise you, you have no idea, but that's what gets guys like me and Dan in trouble because people just think we just talk it. No. No, actually, this is not set up. This is real. Dan feels that way, and I know damn well I feel that way. No, in this case, I think fans would agree with you. In fact, Dan. I think you've forgotten more football than I'll ever know. But I'm watching a game thinking you move the pocket. You move the quarterback out of the pocket. Uh, What gives? Max, I went into the game last week talking about, okay, what should the offense look like? It should have been, you know, the the Green Bay Packers, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Eagles kind of had a baby offensively. And that's what it should look like. And eight-plus designed quarterback runs and at least ten times outside of the pocket. He didn't move just – first of all, let me say this. Matt Nagy's probably a good human being. He should no longer be allowed to oversee the development of Justin Fields. That, that should happen immediately. Because yesterday is either about negligence or purposeful. 
It's either negligently, I don't know if that's the word, but with negligence, you Jay. can't you can't build a game plan around that kid's skill set. It's either you are incapable of it. You've had 149 days since the moment you drafted Justin Fields to start to craft the game plan for when he was going to see the field. That's what you thought of? So you either are incapable, which means we got to move on from you, bud, or it was purposeful that in, you had intent behind, I'm going to call the game this way. They didn't move him till the, the middle of the second quarter one time. They Okay, I, I, so I broke this down because a lot of people were attacking me on Twitter yesterday because, you know, Justin Fields and whatnot. So they threw the ball 20 times, mm-hmm. all right? In those 20 pass plays, they went five-man, meaning the minimum offensive lineman, five-man protection with no help to either tackles 13 <laughs> times. 13 times. A terrible offensive line. So they, Thir- didn't bring, yeah. so they didn't bring a tight end. Well, they didn't move him, so they didn't need to bring the tight end over. 13 silly. times. A running back they went five-man. Some, someone could do something. No help protection. Three times they moved him outside the pocket, so that's 16. And then four times, no, excuse me, three times they went six-man protection when they had some chips. And then one time. They went seven-man protection. One time, it was in the fourth quarter with 14.39 to go on the clock. Yeah, but he'd only been sacked probably seven or eight times. It it is either negligent or it's purposeful. So what do you do? Right now, if I'm the Bears, listen, I I have, because I'm I'm aware of the human element of this. I've called for coaches to get fired twice because it was Adam Gates and and Freddie Kitchens. I don't understand how you can keep him as the coach. I'm trying to be dead honest. How can you... For me, it's either, are you in case? Jay, you had 149 days. This was the kid that you, Matt Nagy, said, I wanted to go. That was the guy that I wanted in the draft. Is he convincing you, Key? Is Dan convincing you that you got got to get rid of Nagy now? I I understand what Dan is saying, but you can't do it. Because who are you bringing in? Like, what? Have Bill Lazor be the guy. That's what I said. But ha, if he's the ha, guy hire, anyway. Then have Mike Furry, the receiver's coach, be the guy. But he, you can't. He's part of the problem, too. Because he's in the game plan room. He's right there game planning with but, the coaches, but, but, right? But, you know, I, there's a different kind of pressure when you have your head coach, obviously, and you're trying to make him believe that you know what you're doing with the offensive system. Do you well. want to watch the same movie twice? The same horror film twice? We saw it. this with Mitchell Trubisky. I we saw this, and honestly, I last week was like, "He's going to change things. He he is going to do things you that think he, he has to." I, and he Man, didn't. I'd, I'd start off. If, is this this simple? Quick game, obviously, and I move him on some two eighteen stuff. Give him the hitch to corner. As soon as that dude is, it's simple. The receiver's in a slot position. The outside dude goes six yards. The inside dude run a corner. Sprint him out there. Throw it. If the dude sits there, throw it to the corner. You got to simplify two fifty eight third and. Third and 16, a longer 258, and putting him on a motion sprint. Throw the comeback. Otherwise, throw the other dude, dude that crosses coming. And it's not even simplifying it for me for the quarterback. I'm not even starting there. There's, like, there, are so much that you, there is so much that you can do to help the offensive line yeah. to then yeah. allow the quarterback. Yesterday, for me, is not about Justin Fields playing good or bad. It is about Justin Fields never had the chance to play anything but bad. That's my thing. Yeah, they give him a chance. They, they, they anything chance. but bad. We I can see sim- why you hired him as your offensive coordinator, uh, coach. We can simplify things all we want for the quarterback. And, Jay, your point of, like, yeah, the different coaches and different pressure, it's when you have that many different minds and, and thought processes in a coaching staff, it's in, I, I, I find it hard to believe that every coach in that offensive staff signed off on that plan. Hmm. I find it impossible 
Because if if it's obvious to me, if it's obvious to you, if it's obvious to everybody, it's obviously those coaches. Well, you know, you know how it is, Dan. You're in charge of the running game. He's in charge of third downs. He's in charge of red zone. We as a staff get together and we put our plan together. And then you as the head coach play caller signs off on sure. the plan. But we've given you our best plays on third down, my best plays in the running game, my best plays that I think in the red zone. And then now whoever's calling the plays as the head coach, he has the call sheet. It's his decision on what to give and what to use. But here, but, yeah, I can almost promise you that whoever's doing certain things has some stuff in there that would make Justin successful, but Matt Nagy's not calling it. Here, here's Dan, my Dan, question. final words on yeah. this. Go ahead, because we're up against it. Tell me the he reason to why keep Matt nowhere. Nagy. Tell me the reason why. Because I don't have anybody else to. That's not a good enough reason. It's not. Because it's not a good enough reason to keep him. T, I agree. If you're saying you and Dan could make a better game plan, it's not a good enough reason. That's me and Dan, though. Them other dudes that's on his staff ain't me and Dan. It's not a good enough reason. We watched Adam Gase. We watched Freddie Kitchens. We're watching it right now with the Giants. It's not a good enough reason. You don't keep him just because. It's the second time we have I just don't know this. who they have. Usually you have somebody you can go to. Have like the Mike Patton, be the Mike Patton is there. He's a I, I, former head coach. Like, who do you I think at it just this stage a, of the season? It just shows a sign to your team that we have to change our way of thinking in order for us to move forward. I think it sends a huge sign to the, to the to players and to the fans. Damn, Man, there's got to be an over-under. Even, Key, if you, if you don't want to make the move now, there's got to be an over-under on sacks and yards that you set and then say, then we're going to do Guys, something. We're going to get sacked another five, six, seven times? Max, he had 149 days to build this game plan. It was the most generic. Dan, can you stick around for another segment? I want, I want to keep this going. Do you have time or no? I don't have time, no. He I wish I could, guys. I got, I got to go get up. Get up there to start at eight. I got to read highlights, guys. No, I can lies, read highlights. Lies, 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 lies. Dan Orlovsky. highlights in your sleep. Nah, not the level I want to do it, bro. That's Dan Orlovsky. Lasted all three minutes as my offensive coordinator. I got to move on. Yeah. That's giving us his hi-hat. Hi-hat is brought to you by, no, that's straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Thank you, Dan. Got to move on. The hot seat. Hasselback, I wear you. Speaking of hot seats for one Midwest team and cooling off for another. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Gosh. Insurance. How good what feels? Being able to engineer a drive like that when you 37 seconds and you getting in the field goal range. I done been there where it's like, we ain't got much time on the clock. Here we go. Here's our set of plays. Let's go. And we, boom. Now, all of a sudden, boom, field goal. Game over. Or taking it into the halftime. Aaron Rodgers, why he felt so good, you know? See, he I, knew. Yeah. I, plays, I, I, would think, I would think the feeling when it's all said and done is just like, mm-hmm. Well, you already know. I told all y'all that I was going to be just fine, and this game just proved it. Well, automatically, you know when you put the kicker in that position, he's going to make the kick. You just – you know certain The stuff. momentum is yeah, going with you. you he's feeling know. good. And all we've g- done this a million times in practice where it's like situational football. Two okay, we drill, got 30 seconds, seven seconds. 37. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Max Cafe XQ, you're the X, get the – Get it down, put the foot down, 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 uh, run a dig like Adams did, catch it, fall on the ground, and then well, here we go. We off and running. All guests on the Goodyear hotline were asking on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, what was the biggest surprise of week three and why? Hit us on 888-729-3776. That's 888-SAY-ESPN. Nobody was surprised when Aaron Rodgers led the Packers 47 yards in 34 seconds, 37 seconds, to, to set up a game-winning field goal from Mason Crosby. But listen you heard Key just say, man, it feels good. Like, you're reliving the days. Like, that, that's why it feels so good. Here's Rodgers on who called plays in the two-minute drill. I do the two-minute, and I like to adjust some routes from time to time to get a look at what it feels like against our defense. So I just adjusted one of the routes. We, we all liked it. And Maddie suggested it right before the last, uh, you know, right before we went out there. He said, what do you think about uh, this play? I was like, yeah, I like that. That's That'd be that'd be pretty good. So did you call plays there? You called all the plays there. I did. Matt suggested the first one, and I called the rest. Yeah, I like it though. I called the plays in the two minute drill, just in case y'all wanted to know who's responsible for us winning the game. That's the point. I called the plays. Period. And if y'all don't like it. So damn what? Well, when there are things that go wrong, you know, he just kind of alludes to, well, the play calling, some things have been off. But when things go right, I, I'm the person, I made the call. I what, if the, it, just, what if it's true? What if when things go wrong, it's not him, and when they go right, it is him? Well, in a two-minute drill, two drill, typically, most of the time, the teams that I've been on with the coaches I've been on, they usually start it. So whatever the starter is, if they decide to say, 
we're going to run nickel the 40. The coach starts. Yeah, the coach will start. He'll say, you know what, depending on where we get the ball at, this is what we're going to do. And so they may say nickel 40, bam, now we go. Now we're off and running. Now all of a sudden things are moving so fast, Aaron Rodgers of the quarterback has the wristband. He has the numbers. We all know what the numbers are. He just signals out two. We know what that is. Three, we know what that is. Go, go, go. We kind of know what the signals are, and we just engineer it, engineer it, and go and get it done. I'm sure the Green Bay Packers receivers knew that uh, – I was going to call him Greg Jennings Lord that Devontae Adams' uh, number was going to be called multiple times on that particular drive, which it was, and Aaron Rodgers was going to look for him because those two guys are the keys to the passing success that Green Bay has. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of things in, in sports that we know happens. But I think it's another thing to – and I, like, I'm not trying to take any of the, any of the uh, sale away for Aaron Rodgers because he played a spectacular game. Spectacular game. It's just these are the little things that sometimes if you hear as a player, it's like, okay, like just so when things go wrong, it's not your fault. But when things go right, it's your fault. Even though we know, right, if you're a football guy – just for Key's explaining, you know that he is engineering play calling down the field to make these plays happen. Why is there a need to feel that he has to well, he say was at, Okay, I hear you, but he was asked a direct question I can answer question differently in this case. Okay. I, I, okay, so, so let me, who was calling we, we, plays? We came up with the plays we came up with, man. We are one unified team. <laughs> well, I mean, he makes go, a point. Key, he makes co- a point. Page 1,000. The man just made a point. Just, but that ain't Aaron Rodgers. But that's, his, that's Jay's but that, that's my but point. But that's not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is who he is, he's going to tell you and let you know that, hey, man, you know, I thought we were going forward on fourth down. That's who he is. If you ask Tom Brady that same question, he's going to say that. If you ask me that same question, I'm going to say exactly what Jay. I'm just going to give you the simple, you know, we we collaborated together. We came up with some stuff during the week, and we figured this this could work in these situations. That's what I'm going to give you because that's what I always do. Aaron Rodgers is going to always give it to you the way he gives it to you. It just I call to play, but you know, isn't that isn't that Jay preferable? We have about thirty seconds. Isn't that preferable to someone who hasn't drunk the Kool Aid years ago? So it just comes out naturally. Like Andrew Luck will give you exactly what you want because oh, he yeah. believed it, yeah. right? Wouldn't you rather a dude be Peyton true Manning. to himself than fake it? Well, but it just makes it makes it feel like he knows what he's doing more than the coaching staff knows what yep. they're doing. Well, that's Peyton, what it gives you. I'm like not Peyton, saying that's true, but Peyton was calling the plays. He wasn't going to tell you, right? He just called them. A Super Bowl champion owner who got booed at halftime. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. And now we're heading over to ESPN News on TV. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.